Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Jake Meyer. Welcome back into another edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I'm Jake Meyer, joined by not Danny Williams, but Danny Bailey, a producer extraordinaire here at Mile High Sports. How you doing today, Danny? Thank you for joining me. I'm doing really well, Jake. It's like a Freaky Friday edition. We got one Danny swapped for another. Uh, hopefully, DW is enjoying his time out in California on the left coast. But we got a Broncos game tomorrow, so we got to preview this thing for the people. No doubt about it. Uh, and I've been seeing Danny on the snaps. Uh, you know, him and his his son, JJ, are having a great time out there. So it's uh, it's it's always good to see Danny enjoying his time. Um and Father of the year, that guy, for real. No doubt, no doubt. And, you know, before we dive into this preseason game against the Seahawks in week number two of the preseason, I got to let you guys know where you could find us. You could find us anywhere you listen to a podcast. The, the Broncos Blitz podcast is on uh, the My Life Sports app, for one. It's a pristine, clean app. Uh, we just updated it not too long ago, and it is fresh. Um, so be sure to check out the Mile High Sports app. You not only can find the Broncos Blitz podcast, but all the other podcasts that Mile High Sports has to offer. Great articles from writers like Zach Seegers, Dr. Nick Manning, uh, and many, many more. You know, it's not just Broncos coverage as well. It's Avalanche, Rockies, Nuggets, uh, everything in the Mile High City. Mile High Sports has you covered. Um, and also, you can find us on uh, Spreaker on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you find a podcast, you can find the Broncos Blitz podcast. So, Danny, um, preseason game number two against the Seattle Seahawks. For one, do you think any starters are going to be playing for the Seahawks? I know in week one uh, they had the one of the least amount of starters playing in, in preseason game number one. Yeah, this is something that we have talked about a good amount on afternoon drive with Eric Goodman and Andrew Mason is kind of the short straw that the Broncos got dealt when they have to play three teams who are likely not playing starters very much and how hard it makes it on the coaching staff to really evaluate these quarterbacks in game action when they figure out who the starter is going to be. Nobody in the city even knows yet. No, I don't even, I don't know if anybody in the building (laughs) knows yet for the Broncos who the starter is going to be, but they'll figure it out because Teddy's going to get the number one uh, reps this week. And I think we will see some Seahawks starters. The offense, probably not so much, but the defense, I think we'll see a little bit more of them. So that'll be great for Teddy. It'll be great for the running backs. Great for the offensive line to get some reps against better competition than they had last week, at least in the game in Minnesota. They got a lot of quality reps in the joint practices, which is good. But game action is different. They need to get some game action. So we'll see some starters. Uh, hopefully we see the highest paid safety Jamal Adams out there because he will be 
really impacting the game for this talented group of Broncos receivers that I know you guys talk about so much. You and Nate yesterday on the podcast talked all about the props for them and how they could just blow the top off the league this year if the quarterback does his job, which is a big if. Um, as Danny likes to say, if my aunt had a wiener, she'd be my uncle, uh, which <laughs> I, it always line. makes me laugh. It's a great line. Um, but yeah, I think we'll see some starters and we're going to see a guy getting his start with Seattle, the first year offensive coordinator, Shane Waldron. We'll see what he can draw up against this Broncos defense that should be a top 10 defense in the league. Highly touted defense going against a young offensive coordinator. That's a recipe for disaster for the Seahawks, if you ask me. And especially if, you know, Russell Wilson's not going to be playing too much and they're still not really going to put together too many tricky schemes for this Broncos defense. They're still going to be a little bit vanilla. Uh, I expect the Broncos defense to dominate this Seahawks team, the Seahawks offense um, in in the uh, early parts. You know whether the whether Russell Wilson plays or not. I still I still see uh, a dominant performance from this Broncos defense. Uh, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. Obviously, we want to see those guys out there against you know the young corner Pat Sertan and and the new additions in Kyle Fuller and Ronald Darby and, and seeing how these guys match up against a dynamic receiving duo so that'll be interesting to see if those guys will play um, also you mentioned the um, offensive line the offensive line has been bolstered up this offseason uh, Lloyd Cushenberry's looking a lot better at the center position. You know, he caught a lot of flack from last year's performances. He, I didn't, I personally didn't think he played too, too, too bad. But at the end of the day, he himself said he needed to improve if he wanted to keep his starting position, and it looked like he worked very hard at this offseason to do so. They added a lot of depth in the draft, and also throughout the draft in the in the last few years, Natani Muti um, coming up big with uh Dalton Reisner going down in in camp mm-hmm. uh Muti he could be you know battling out for a, a a starting spot and it'll be interesting to see if he can perform well in this preseason game love the Calvin Anderson addition too on yes. that offensive line a really smart guy and that's been another big question mark on this team for the last several years besides the quarterback position is who's protecting the quarterback so with guys going down injured Those are big men banging hard in the trenches and injuries are going to happen. So that depth is going to be huge on the O-line. We know how deep this uh, secondary is, but that offensive line depth is going to help these guys a lot. Last week, the Broncos defense showed out. Like you said, they're going to give the Seahawks offense some trouble. They only gave up six points to Minnesota. Granted, we didn't see uh, Captain Kirk, Captain COVID, whatever you want to call him. You like that. He wasn't out there. We might see a drive from Russell Wilson. Last week, they played the Raiders in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. He did not play. Most of the starters did not play. They lost 20-7. to It doesn't mean a damn thing, though. Right. It's just like the Broncos win. It was great to see him back out there on the field. Don't get me wrong. I loved seeing a long touchdown to Hamler, a PS2 pick six. Phenomenal. It's getting me in the mood. It's getting me really ready for football season, but it's not the real game yet. So once we get out of the preseason... We'll see how this team really is, but this is going to be a good game for them in Seattle, one of the harder places to play in the NFL. The fans are going to be booming because they haven't been in there in a long time in the stands. So it's going to be really exciting. Um, 
I just, yeah, I can't wait to see some real football, but this weekend will be another step in the right direction. And what do you think, Jake? Should we call that the halfway point of the podcast? Yeah, this is the halfway point of the podcast. Quick halftime real quick. Once again, got to mention, you can find us on Spreaker, Spotify, Apple Podcast, anywhere you can find a podcast. Have you heard of Podbean? Podbean, I have not. Danny have asked not. me about this last Friday, and I, I had never heard of it. But sure enough, I Googled it, and guess what? Broncos Blitz is on Podbean. That's what so I like So if you're on hear. Podbean, you can find us there. Yeah, literally anywhere you find podcasts, we're there. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I like to hear. And let's keep it rolling here and start talking about some key players for this Seahawks matchup. Uh, right off the bat, my my brain went initially to Baron Browning. Um, now that he's been activated off of the PUP list, um, but he had a minor setback in camp, so it doesn't look like he's going to be able to play this week in the preseason game against the Seahawks. So that's a little bit of a dis- disappointment there just because there's still a question mark around that linebacker position. But Justin Sternad uh, is going to be another key player to look at uh, just because he is, in my opinion, probably going to be your other starting linebacker outside of you know uh, Alexander Johnson if Josie Jewell can't stay healthy. You know, Justin Sternod is going to be your guy. So I want to see what he can do um, in that inside linebacking position. You know, he, he's a great coverage linebacker, and that's something the Broncos haven't had for a long time. The tight ends have been dominating the Denver Broncos defense for years, and especially in the AFC West, you're going to need a great coverage linebacker to cover Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller. And I want to see Justin Sternod, you know, show why he can start for this team. Um, outside of that, on the defense, obviously PS2, you want to see him go against. Of course, uh, yeah. He, he's the he's the star of this defense in the preseason, at least, mm-hmm. just because he's the number one draft pick for, for the Broncos this year. So um, who do you have standing out uh, for this Broncos team in this preseason game? Yeah, I love what you said, Jake. The inside linebacker is going to be so important in these next couple years with all the guys at tight end and also against the run because – We're seeing some really, really physical running backs in the league right now. And the D-line can't do it all. I love Shelby Harris. I love everybody that the Broncos rush the passer with. But at the end of the day, you got to have some guys in the middle who can kind of slow things down. Uh, I'm looking at a guy on the outside, Andre Mintz, a rookie out of Vanderbilt. He is very talented. Got a, got a sack in the game against the Vikings, and he was just flying around out there all the right places at all the right times. So I'm looking at him for sure. Uh, another guy on the defense, Caden Stearns, rookie out of Texas. He was phenomenal in that last game. Him and P.J. Locke kind of doing their own little impression of Justin Simmons, Kareem Jackson as the safety backups right now. Um, so I like that a lot. I think that having a guy like Justin Simmons right in front of Caden Stearns to help bring him along is going to be huge, and he could be kind of a a next guy up if this team moves on, if or when this team moves on from Kareem Jackson. I've heard great things about this young man, and yeah. I, I'm hearing ra- raving reviews from him uh, about him in camp. So uh, that that that's a good point you make. You make there. Any any other offensive players? Because uh, for me. It's Trinity Benson. Oh, um, yeah. Trinity Benson. What a game he had. He is a baller, and I'm hearing great things just like uh, everybody else is saying great things about him in camp. 
and I want to see him put on another great performance. If he does, you know, he's going to find a way on this roster one way or another if he continues to perform the way he is. It's going to be very hard to, you know, cut him and and give the opportunity to Deontay Spencer. Yeah, the guy, I mean, he caught a touchdown from both quarterbacks, right? So yes. how you can't get much better than that. If your timing's down with Teddy, you got it with Drew as, as well, like... It's good to be on the same page with the quarterback and especially good to be on the same page with both the quarterbacks who could be the starter. So he definitely showed out in the first game. I'll be keeping my eye on him for game number two as well. Uh, obviously, kind of like what you said with Pat Sertan, a lot, like eyes are on him because he's kind of the star of the defense as far as the young guys go. Javante Williams, the same thing on the offensive mm. side, because this run game is really going to have to be a force to be reckoned with so that this talented receiving core can get open and have opportunities off of play action, things like that. That's why we saw the KJ Hamler 80 yard touchdown. Right. It's one, because he's probably the fastest guy on the squad, <laughs> but two, because they did some play action. They got the run going early. You got Javante Williams out there running the ball hard downhill and behind a good offensive line. Natani Muti, a guy you mentioned early on mm -hmm. in the podcast, he's another guy I'm going to have my eye on specifically because that offensive line, so important. They're going to crush it. I think they're going to probably have a great game again. And I don't know if it'll be quite a 33 to six, but we'll see mm -hmm. what Teddy does with the first team and with some of those reps and getting more reps with guys like Judy and Hamler and handing the ball off to Javante. So I'm excited for this one. Should we get into some predictions? Yeah. Uh, before we get into some predictions, let's talk about those quarterbacks real quick. All right. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. I know. I know that we you, we harp on this. We hammer <laughs> this topic. Beat it. Beat a dead horse on this topic over and over and over again. But it's it's the mate it's the most important position in football. It is. So Teddy Bridgewater is getting the start against, you know, what I would hope the ones would be for the Seahawks defense. Uh this is this kind of acts as your dress rehearsal now. Um now that there's only three preseason games. So Teddy Bridgewater has to put on a great performance if he wants to earn this starting job because Drew Locke blew blew him out of the water. Now I don't want to say he blew Teddy Bridgewater out of the water last preseason game but he had the the game's biggest play and he almost played mistake free football um outside of a you know a drop or two or a, a missed pass maybe a bad read here and there but drew lock uh if he plays poorly against the twos then that's going to be a big regression from what he played against the vikings so Teddy Bridgewater has to play great, and Drew Locke has to play very badly for him to lose his starting job, in my opinion. Yeah, that's a good point, Jake, because this is kind of where we see that mental fortitude in both guys come out, right? So you'll see it with Teddy Bridgewater. He knows how to be a backup. He knows how to be a mm -hmm. starter. It's no problem for him to come off the bench in game one of the preseason and then to start game two and kind of get out there with the ones. What the real question is, how will Drew Locke respond coming into the game, not getting to start fresh, start the game, and have it be whatever he makes it? He's going to have to come in with whatever Teddy leaves him with. So I don't think that they'll be down or anything, but just sitting on the sideline and watching instead of being out there from the jump, being out there from snap number one, drive number one, if Drew Locke gets in his own head and can't really can't really see what's going on and can't really see the forest through the trees mm -hmm. 
for lack of a better phrase, he's got a he's he's going to have a tough time keeping the starting job because I think he can limit his production just by seeing Teddy go out there and do well and thinking, man, maybe I'm not the guy. Maybe this is going to be Teddy's job. At the same time, the way those two guys were laughing, smiling on the sidelines together, talking to each other after one another came off the field, I think they have a pretty solid rapport. They're not really at each other's throats. It's not a situation where you have a veteran QB who doesn't want to bring along the younger guy. It's not like, I don't know, it's not like Joe Flacco coming (laughs) in and not wanting to be like a role model. It's not like Aaron Rodgers not wanting to help Jordan Love because that's the guy they brought in to replace him. It's a very different situation. Teddy's a good guy. Teddy's a survivor, as he likes to say. And he's going to survive this game no matter what comes at him. Hopefully, he doesn't get himself in some bad situations with this defense. But then again, it's not the Legion of Boom anymore. It's just not the same team. And the Seahawks are nothing to sneeze at. Pete Carroll's a good coach. But Teddy Bridgewater knows what he's doing. He's got he's getting comfortable in this offense. Pat Shermer likes him. The guys on the team like him. He is very much going to be in his element and comfortable, even in another road game. Um, this is more of a road game than last week was, too, because they were just up there in Minnesota already. Right. 12th so, man here. Yeah, 12th, 12th man, man coming travel. from here to, to the ocean. It's going to be a little different. But, yeah, the QB battle is going to be huge. And I think with Drew Locke, the key is going to be to just take him what the defense gives him, just like last time, going through your reads, hitting Jerry Judy on the third read, on third down, once you get through a couple progressions. Um, and then I like to see hit, I like to see both of them maybe use their feet a little bit, not just not panic and throw the ball into coverage, not panic and throw the ball away, but maybe extend some plays, get the guys doing the scramble drill, and have your receivers find some openings. Definitely that is a huge aspect of today's game the you know, rolling out when pressure comes, it, it extends the play, and that seems to be how a lot of quarterbacks have success in the league now. Um, yeah, and, especially a guy who they might see in this one, Russell Wilson. Yes. Huge in that. So Vic Fangio has stated that you know after this preseason game, there's a possibility that they name a starter. Um, I hope so. I, I pray that this quarterback <laughs> position, that this quarterback battle will be over but come Monday uh, because it's been anxiety driven. Uh, there's so much there's so much to talk about here with these quarterbacks and I'm, I'm honestly a little bit tired of it. So hopefully we can finally put this quarterback battle to rest come Monday and we'll know who's going to be starter for the season. But let's be real. The conversation's never going to end. Uh, no. Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater, who, whoever's starting, they're always going to have a, to look over their shoulder. And as soon as they start playing poorly, you already know the fans, all right, throw in Drew, throw in Teddy. It's time to make the switch at quarterback. Uh, the, the backup quarterback is always the most popular guy in town. Mm-hmm. So even though the quarterback battle may be done for now, it will pick back up depending on how that quarterback plays, that starting quarterback will play. So now let's get into some predictions. Um, I think the Broncos are going to win this game. I don't think it's going to be as dominant as the Vikings' victory. Um, I think we're going to see Javante Williams, a huge, uh, huge dose of Javante Williams and getting this offensive line ready to to just impose their will on teams. I think we're going to see a lot of that. Like you said, it's going to set things up for the play action, and we're going to see a lot of that 
Uh, and I think the Broncos get the win. Yeah, I'm taking the Broncos to win as well. It's, like you said, a big heavy dose of Javante Williams, and he'll probably get in the end zone, I would imagine. Uh, both quarterbacks got touchdowns for themselves last time. Neither one turned it over, which is phenomenal to see, even if it is just against the twos, even if it is just preseason, that ball security is job security, and when you're in a competition, that's going to be key. So to, I think neither one of these guys throws a pick again. And I think Teddy throws a touchdown. I think Drew throws a touchdown. Brett Rippon might even get himself a touchdown. Okay. So this is going to be a huge game. They're probably going to win. But it kind of depends on also how much we get from Seattle's starters. And I don't think that we'll see a ton of them, just like we probably won't see a ton of the premier guys on the Broncos' starting side. Because, again, at the end of the day, all you have to do is get out of these games with your health. Health is wealth. It's the most important availability is availability. So all those things going into it, we're going to want to see solid reps out of a lot of the young guys, some of the guys we mentioned to watch. But the important thing is to stay healthy. And I just want to see that same energy. I mentioned it with the quarterbacks, but the whole team last game, they were up big. Yeah, it's fun to be on the sideline yep. when you're winning by a lot. But at the same time, it's still preseason. It's still football. You're out there having fun. So I want to see them still having fun, smiling and laughing, no matter what the score is on the scoreboard. And that'll kind of be one of the biggest things to me to tell where this team is at. It's are they keeping mistakes off the field? And then are they having fun when they're on the sidelines just with each other? Because that's going to bring them closer together. Because mm -hmm. when they they will inevitably have some tough times this season. They're going to play some really good teams. They got to play the Chiefs twice. Yeah. They got other tough competition AFC in the North. division with the Chargers. AFC North is a tough division. So it's going to be a fun time. Um, and I just hope they have fun out there. But the Broncos are going to win. Yeah, I'm with you there. Especially... When you said taking out of this game a healthy performance, you know, everybody stay healthy. Anytime you could get out of a preseason game and nobody gets hurt, it's a win regardless of the score. Um, but it was a, a great edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I'm Jake Meyer. Danny Bailey joining me. Thank you, Danny, for, for hopping on real quick. Yeah, happy to be on. Uh, yeah, you listen to Jake in the morning. He's in here from 8 to 11 doing his shows with David Hurlbutt from 8 to 9, Danny Williams 9 to 11. I'm in the afternoons, afternoon drive with uh, Goodman and Mason from 4 to 6. And then I got some other shows in the evening. Check them out. We got an MMA show that we run on Wednesdays, 6 to 7, the MMA plug. That's with Jordan Kurtz, usually Ron Kruk. Kruk's been traveling. So we've had some MMA guys in the studio filling in, which has been incredible. Um, and then again, I got the fan cave on thursdays right, which right. is a show i know you're familiar with it's a lot of fun love those, those guys. guys have a great time tony comas uh, lj maximo we got ryan and roman romero so that's a good show they love callers we love callers texters uh tweeters tweet at us you can tweet at me at d bailey 5280 tweet at jake at jake Meyer radio that's correct and uh yeah thank you for listening broncos seahawks 8 p.m mountain time on saturday August 21st. It's going to be a heck of a game. Tune in and thanks for listening. We are the Broncos Blitz Podcast. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.